following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids, it's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Yes! Hello, everybody, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. Welcome! To the Right Road Summer Celebration for Teachers episode. Tonight we are going to simply celebrate. I have a feeling that all of you can relate to my saying that what a year it has been. It's just been so incredibly busy. So many wonderful things have happened. And yet I have to say that I am tired. I just, I need to catch my breath. And again, I think all of you can relate to that. So tonight, we're just simply going to celebrate each other, teachers, kids, uplifting kids on the right road, the right road family, taking time to just breathe, and you, all of you listening. And my prayer is that this program tonight will be an hour for you to refresh and renew your mind, spirit, and soul. And then it will help kick off the summer in a really wonderful and special way for you. I have to say that I have been so looking forward to tonight, to connecting with you as summer begins, and I just, I can't wait to dive in tonight. As a starting point of our celebration, I'd like to begin with some On the Right Road teacher listener shout-outs, but where I typically just read teachers' names in their schools, I'm also going to share a heartfelt message from each of these teachers that that share what they're celebrating as the school year comes to an end. I thought this would be like a fun little twist on my teacher shout-outs and a way for us really to celebrate together some of the special things that are happening for the Right Road family. As always... Each of the teachers whose name and school I mention right now will receive a fun Right Road grab bag of school supplies and will get all of the shout out and giveaway gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the recipient teachers the week of June 13th. Remember, everybody, that we're on our summertime delivery mode schedule. And what that means is we don't want gifts uh, to get lost in post offices or school offices over the summer. So if you're a recipient teacher from tonight's show, just private message me your home summer address on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. So if you hear your name right now or throughout the program, anytime throughout the program, make sure to do that. As always, there's going to be tons of recipients tonight. So here we go. The teacher shout outs for this evening and what they are celebrating. Remember, as I'm sharing all these wonderful names and their, their stories, just you're not alone. Let's celebrate 
each other and the Right Road family and just all the joy and kindness that we have to give the world and our kids. So first of all, some of the wonderful listeners tonight, Sabrina Massey from Waukesha East Alternative School in Waukesha, Wisconsin, is celebrating that she just found out she won a $1,500 grant from her district's Education Foundation. Woohoo! Awesome, Sabrina. Brenda Grams from Southview Elementary in Waconia, Minnesota, is celebrating her 34 years of classroom teaching, which she has loved. But this year will actually be her last in the classroom as she moves into her dream job of becoming her school's reading specialist. Congratulations, Brenda. Lois Yassel from Norcrest Elementary in Pompano Beach, Florida, is celebrating how far her special ed pre-K three through five-year-olds have come and also that everyone is out of their pull-ups. I love that. That just made my day, Lois, when I read that. Thank you for sharing. Chris Stewart from Buckingham uh, High School in Buckingham, Virginia, is celebrating 26 years of teaching, her middle son's graduation this month, her oldest son's last semester of college, and her youngest son heading to high school next year. Wow. What a time it is for you, Chris. Congratulations. Julie Peters and her teacher colleagues at Barnwell Middle School in Barnwell, Missouri, are celebrating the year with their last day of school talent show. And then what they do is all the teachers stand with a banner and signs and wave goodbye to their middle school students as the buses leave their campus for their final time for the school year. It's their Barnwell School tradition. So how cool is that? Pam McSweeney from Carondelet Catholic School in Minneapolis, Minnesota, is celebrating the completion of her MA in K-12 reading instruction, where she is excited to use everything that she's learned as a blessing for her students now in the future. And Pam has been one of my On the Right Road guests a couple times, and every time she, she does anything, she's such a blessing. So way to go, Pam, for continuing your education. That's so awesome. Teresa Moore from Rock Springs Elementary in Laverne, Tennessee. She and her students are celebrating doing a research project on the presidents and writing to President Obama and receiving a letter and pictures back from him. Way to go. How cool. Eve Renard from Truman Elementary in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, is celebrating her wonderful and talented Prep 1 teacher, Nikki Barker, who helped some of her students find their reading confidence. Way to go working together, you guys. That's awesome. Kelly Moss from Baldwin Elementary in Baldwin, Mississippi, is celebrating that her school's third graders were number one in the state on the third grade literacy promotion exam. Yay, that's awesome, Kelly. Beth Ogden from North County Intermediate School in Deloche, Missouri, is celebrating her son graduating and then shipping out to join the Army Reserves. A huge salute to your son, Beth. That is, I'm just like, I've got chills. That's so amazing. John Huggins from Academy of Hope in Conway, South Carolina, is celebrating making it through his first year as a middle school teacher and all the successes of his eighth graders as they go on to high school. Way to go, John. Samantha Mitchell from Van Rensselaer Elementary in Rensselaer, Indiana, is celebrating receiving her Master's of Education in School Administration and receiving her principal license. Awesome! Tony Nicholson from Rose Hill Magnolia Elementary in Rose Hill, North Carolina, is celebrating the growth of her students and her 39th wedding anniversary. Congratulations to you and your husband, Tony. Rebecca Rivera from C.W. McGraw School in Yuma, Arizona, is celebrating 10 years of teaching kindergarten and that her kids made 98% on their Dibbles test. Yes! And... 
Maggie Ring from Mapleton Elementary in Sterling, Kentucky, is celebrating over 30 years of working for the same school system. She's retiring in a few days and wondering where the time went. And her advice to all new teachers just getting started is to not do all the talking, but rather to also take time to listen to the kids. So thank you, Maggie, for all of your hard work and for sharing that wonderful tip. And... I've got the recipient names for the two electric pencil sharpeners from this past Thursday's Who Will Be Listening, this Sunday Facebook post. And those are Jennifer Sanderson from Garfield Elementary in Toppenish, Washington, and Jean Falcon from Glendale Elementary in Brunswick, Georgia. And a huge, huge, huge right road welcome to all of you listening this evening. I'm so very glad you're all with me. And to kick off things tonight with our first giveaway to help all of you teachers refresh and renew over the summer. This giveaway, like all of them, are open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. First, like I always like to do, make sure when you're entering any of our giveaways, our On the Right Road giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tonight, make sure that you also include that code word listening as part of your entry comments. It's not going to be part of the stuff that's written in our entry post. It's the code word, so you're only hearing it listening here on On the Right Road. So make sure you actually write that code word listening as part of your entry comment. So for the first giveaway, I've got four movie gift packs two with two movie tickets good at any regal united artists or edwards theaters and two with a 20 dollars netflix gift card and all four including a bunch of yummy movie treats so there will be four teacher recipients and each one will receive one of the gift packs so to enter just go to our right road kids facebook page right now as you're listening Follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce those four recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Make sure to mention that code word listening as part of your entry comment. And also for this giveaway, you guys, include as part of your comment if you would like a movie ticket gift pack or a Netflix gift pack. And Marcy's going to pop that up on our Facebook page right now. I got to give a huge thanks to Lori Stinas and our Keller Williams Real Estate Office for providing this sponsorship to make this giveaway possible. So thank you, Lori. We all love you and appreciate you so much. And as always, you guys, this is just the first of the awesome giveaways I'll have throughout the show tonight. They're all going to do with helping you amazing teachers refresh and renew and pamper yourself over the summer. So get ready for some rockin' fun. Keep that Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready to go. And just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, June 5th. The giveaways for tonight will, of course, be closed after tonight. But, you know, we've got daily stuff going on all the time, so don't worry about that. And now... I think, for me at least, a huge part of celebrating is just simply sharing the joy together. So here's a really cool thing about tonight's show. It's going to be one of our popular Q&A question and answer shows where you can ask me anything you'd like. You have consistently shared with me that these are some of your favorite On the Right Road shows. And it's actually been a while since I've done one like this. So I have some questions here from all of you who have written to me. And oh my gosh, thank you guys. I, hundreds, if not thousands of questions have been coming in. So I'll get to as many of them as I can. And I'll also be taking your calls live tonight. And like I always do, 
every teacher whose question I take and answer on the show tonight will receive one of our jam-packed Right Road School Supply gift packs to help you and your students kick off next school year on the Right Road come the fall. So remember, if you hear your name tonight, make sure that you pop your home summer address to me on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Send me a quick message so we can get the the gift pack off to you. Now, to help me tonight, I'm so excited to welcome back Jana Safro to On the Right Road. Jana is an On the Right Road veteran. She is one of my go-to co-hosts when I do these fun Q&A shows. Jana has a master's in education. She's just finished her 20th year of teaching. She's, she currently teaches third grade, but is a seasoned elementary and middle school educator. She's a science specialist. She's developed a terrific character education program. She's a Right Road Kids board member, and she is absolutely passionate about learning and education. And I'm so, so, so happy to once again welcome my dear friend, Jana Safroda on the Right Road. Welcome back, Jana. Hello, Paula. <laughs> I know that you just finished your school year this past Friday, and I'm hoping it's okay. Can I ask you a couple of quick questions? Oh, absolutely. I'm just, I'm curious, since we're talking about celebrating tonight, what are you celebrating as this school year has just wrapped for you? Uh, well, as you mentioned, this was my 20th year of teaching, hard to believe. Um, <laughs> so that in and of itself is a huge celebration and accomplishment. Absolutely. And uh, every year is, you know, always a fresh new year. And, and with the close of each year, it's, it's always just a wonderful feeling. Um, I'd have to say this year, I, I really need to celebrate my students' tremendous progress. Uh, they, they really increased in their reading abilities, their foundational skills, their math skills, and of course, as a third grade teacher, this was their very first year of having to go through state testing, so getting them through that and they being so wonderfully receptive to it and kept calm um, and and really did well on that, so uh, celebrating a lot for sure, and then of course the summer, you know, having some time to recuperate and rejuvenate and, and relax. Awesome. Well, and you just kind of summarized it perfectly, you know. There's so many things that teachers do, and I just, you know, I sit here and I'm like, I wish I could literally fly to or drive or something to every single one of you and just give you a big hug because all these accomplishments that I think sometimes you might think, ah, oh, it's not that big of a deal, you know, who's going to really, but oh my gosh, you think of every child and every teacher changes kids' lives every day. And I think it is so important just to take a deep breath and celebrate that. I don't think there's anything more important in life. So here's a big right road cheers to every single one of you listening to this right now. Thank you for just like what Jana said, just celebrating the accomplishments of your kids. And, you know, give yourself a big right road hug right now because I I wish I could just jump through the wires and give you all one. Now, I want to ask you, Jana, because you always have such wonderful insight into so many things. What's one of the ideas you've tried this past school year that really helped keep you energized and excited to teach through all the challenges in education and really that helped you grow as a teacher? Uh, It's hard to narrow it down to just one. Um, (laughs) But I think for sure, you know, we're coming into a a day and age where STEM and STEAM are so critical in our educational philosophies. So that's science, technology, engineering, the A for arts, and then mathematics. And um, being a science and math person as I am, it kind of comes very naturally to me, but the kids just eat it up. They love the challenges of the, um, the activities that are presented to them. They work together in groups. 
Um, I've attended uh, several workshops throughout this year and and have actually a week-long symposium coming at the end of this month as well um, to learn how to incorporate them even more so into the curriculum, tying all of the um, subject areas together. But the excitement of the students when they're allowed to explore, to create, to develop um, and to learn the process of if something doesn't go right, how to go back and revisit it and, and make some changes so that it works out for them. It, it's just wonderful to see them um, accept that challenge and take it on with such vigor, uh, and, and it's wonderful. Well, it's so cool that you, you feel like you've had a really successful year incorporating the whole STEM, STEAM uh, philosophy into your school year. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, now, Jana, I know that you have in front of you a boatload of questions that have been flowing in. So I want to make sure that we get as many wonderful gift packs out to as many of our listeners tonight. So go ahead, hit it. What are, what are some of the things that our wonderful Right Road friends are asking? Well, can I ask you one from myself first? Oh, yeah, yeah, please do. Okay. Um, I've been wondering, because you, you always come up with such clever and motivational lessons that really connect with kids. Where do you get your ideas and your inspirations for the lessons that you bring into the classrooms when you go to your on-site visits? That's a good question. You know, I have to say, and I, my husband will attest to this, every, everywhere, my mind is constantly going at 100 miles an hour, and it can be something, I'm trying to think of a perfect example. Um, one of the things that I teach kids is about the importance of using their talents. Well, a couple of years ago, I really wanted to incorporate the idea of hidden talents, because sometimes, you know, kids think if they try something and they stink at it at first, that, well, okay, that's not one of the things that I'm good at. It's not a talent. But I feel like so often... Um, being exceptional at something just involves digging it out, finding those hidden talents. And if you give up too soon, you'll never find them. So I, I'm like, how can I show this in an object lesson? So it was around Easter time, and I was in like a dollar store or Target or something, and I saw those little plastic Easter eggs, and the light bulb just went off. And I was like, wait a minute, I've got the little you shine, you are, you know, Right Road stickers. So I thought, okay, I'll put one in one of them. And for talents that are really easy, the kid just opens it and boom, out comes you shine. You're great at it. But then to help them understand what it's like when your talent is hidden and maybe you're not good at it at first, I taped some of them up. Like, so you could not get into it. It was like Fort Knox. And then had the kids open it. And I'm like, don't you give up. And so after several minutes of like pulling and tugging and some of them even stepped on it and crunched it, of course, then they've, oh, the talent's still in there. So it can be something like a little Easter egg. It's everywhere I go. I'm thinking, what can I use? What can I do to incorporate funness <laughs> into kids' daily lives and make lessons fun? So it's everything, everything and anything. Yeah, and that's so similar to us, like when we see the tiniest little objects that might turn into an, a craft project or something. Yes. The easiest little things you would never think of, but then they come to your mind. <laughs> Well, and I love it because sometimes we get so stuck on, you know, budgets are so tight. So we have to come up with creative ways to, you know, really teach the core lessons and what's important using basically no money. So right. I think all why, teachers are... Oh, it's go ahead. why teachers save everything, you know, thinking, exactly. oh, someday I'll be able to use this. And that someday usually does come. Exactly. Oh, I do the same. Oh, my God. We're speaking the same language here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. okay. So... I have another question for you. Um, this question relates to refreshing and renewing, as you mentioned. Um, and this comes from Lisa Diggs, who's a Great. teacher from right here in California, from Rialto, California. 
Lisa shared, um, I really appreciate your support this year when I was teaching via a temporary contract. What is a good way to evaluate your previous school year and plan for the upcoming year? Wow, that's a great question, too, because I this is so important to do this. And I'm actually, the school year's ending for me this coming week, so I'm starting to get in that mode of reflecting and reviewing. And what I do is... I first, I kind of make a mental list, and sometimes I actually write it out, of everything that was wonderful, everything that I loved about the year. I really, with everything that I do, I try to focus on the good, because that just brings this overwhelming feeling of joy inside. And I think it's so easy to be productive from that standpoint instead of focusing on all the challenges. So that's what I do first. What was extraordinary? And then what I do, those are the core things that I want to carry into the next school year. Then I think about, you know, what would I have adjusted if I would have had the chance? Just, you know, a little tweak here and there. And those are the things, you know, that I just slightly adjust that don't take a lot of work, but just it'll it'll take it from 90% to 110% in terms of effectiveness and fun for the kids. And then finally, I ask myself, Where, if any, were there any holes? What needs to be added to fill those holes? So I approach it like this, and I'm to the point now where doing it like that, it happens very quickly. It's a very positive experience. I don't belabor things that maybe didn't go quite the way I wanted to. It turns it all into this kind of bright, positive, fun experience um, and I, I find that come August and September, I cannot wait to get into the next new year, school year. So I hope that helps answer your question, Lisa. Thank you so much. What a great, great question. All right. Um, Anna Jin, and I apologize if I mispronounce anybody's name tonight, um, <laughs> from James Denman Middle School, also from California, San Francisco, California, is asking, cool. what are some great end-of-the-year activities for middle schoolers? That's a great question because uh, we all know that, uh, you know, those early teenage years, it's so easy for kids to check out, I think, by the end of the year. Two things are coming to mind that I find are wonderfully effective for the kids transitioning to middle school, like fifth grade, sixth grade, and then also middle school kids. First of all, I love to do this project, what I call Right Road Vision Boards. We bring in magazines, stickers, scissors, glue sticks. You don't need a whole lot of supplies. Oh, and then we also bring in the big poster boards. And we, we, I teach the kids how to create their Right Road Vision Board. And what that is, I, I know we've, you know, you've probably heard many different versions of this flying around. But what I like to teach kids is that when it's so much easier to get and stay on the right road when you can see what your right road is. And that's so important for kids in middle school. That's such an important transition time in their lives. So what we do is we they create their vision of what their right road is. The whole idea is for them to have it put up in their room. So it's the first thing they see when they wake up, the last thing they see when they go to bed. And so even if other kids are off on wrong roads, trying to pull them down the wrong road, getting them to do bad things, they're like, nope, this is my road. This is where I'm going. It's extraordinarily fun. You can take it anywhere from an hour project to adding to it a little bit every day throughout the end of the school year. I love this. Every kid who I've, I've done it with tens of thousands of kids, and they've all just been overjoyed with that project. And coupled with that, a really cool thing for middle schoolers is to have them create their own what I call Right Road Pledge 
where they're, what, what do they promise themselves in their lives? And then when you, it can take many different forms. It can be bullet points. It can be a paragraph. It can be in conjunction with this poster that they're doing. And then what I like to do is have them sign it, have me sign it, have their homeroom teacher sign it, and have their parents sign it. It's like, it's not us as adults dictating to them what we want them to promise. It's them creating what their life promises to themselves. Totally powerful and perfect for that middle school age. So thank you so much, Anna, for the, your question. What a, what a perfect question. Great way to celebrate, too, the kids as the school year comes to the close. Absolutely. Cool. Oh, so stay with me, Jana. You know what? I'm going to give the call-in info now. Um, you guys, the toll-free call-in number to On the Right Road is one 346 9141 Again, that's one 346 9141 And in just a couple of minutes, I'll be taking your live calls. So have your questions ready. And remember, every teacher whose call I'm able to take this evening will receive one of those awesome Jumbo School Supply gift packs. And note, you guys, if you get on the air here with me, Remember to turn down the volume of the show where you're listening. Otherwise, we get that crazy feedback happening, and it's hard for everybody to hear. So I can't wait to talk to you guys. So again, the toll-free number is one 346 on your market set call. I know Marcy is also going to pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, the number, so it's right there for you as well. I can't wait to talk to you guys. And in the meantime, while we're getting you on the phone, I do want to take time to mention that I received a ton of questions that have actually been topics on previous On the Right Road shows. And here's the cool thing. You can always access all of our previous On the Right Road episodes on our Right Road Kids website at rightroadkids.org. There's a little radio button icon in the upper right corner. Just click on that and it will automatically bring you right to the radio page, the On the Right Road radio page on our website. And all the easy links are right there. So you can listen anytime you want. You can download and, you know, whenever's convenient for you. So when you have a question, that's a great place to check out as well. So I just wanted to mention that. And now before we start answering more questions, I've got giveaway number two for tonight. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I've got four awesome summer teacher tote bags filled with what I call happy shining teacher supplies and each also has a $25 Bath and Body Works gift card to help you pamper yourself this summer. So there will be four teacher recipients and each will receive one of the cool summertime teacher gift totes including that gift card. So to enter just follow the simple entry guidelines in the offer post. Make sure to include the, include the code word listening. Marcy's going to pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce those four recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. So thank you again to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams Real Estate office. She has just been rocking and rolling and providing so much wonderful support for us so we can provide some of these wonderful giveaways. So thank you again, Lori. And we have a wonderful caller. I'm so excited. We have Cassie here from Georgia. Hello, Cassie, and welcome to On the Right Road. Hi. Hi. Are you a teacher, Cassie? I am. 
Oh, wonderful. And what, um, what school do you teach in, at? Um, I'm going um, Garden City Elementary. Wonderful. Oh, my gosh. What, and what grade do you teach? Um, that is the part I'm calling about. I'm going into um, kindergarten this year, this okay. coming up year. Okay. And yeah, what's your so question? I, it's, um, my question is about calendar, okay. if teachers are still doing calendar time, because I've heard a lot of um, articles about people not doing calendar anymore, that it's a waste of time, and some people are implementing math into their calendar time, so... I wondered what everybody else's um, feedback was on calendar time. Well, I'm going to ask you, Janet, do you use calendar time with third grade? I don't specifically. I mean, it comes up in some lessons um, using the calendar as an array. Um, you know, it can, you can adapt any sort of lesson to the calendar. You can do addition facts. You can do multiplication facts. Um, of course, that's third grade level for kindergarten. Right, 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 right. Um, you know, kindergarten, you can certainly count on one number at a time or count by fives uh, to get it incorporated. But I do know that it is definitely still used in the classroom um, at our elementary school as well as many within our school district. So it's definitely not a thing of the past um, and can okay. be used in so many different ways. You can also tie language arts into it as well, have them well, write sentences. Well, and Jana, like on an effectiveness scale, this might help Cassie, on an effectiveness scale of 1 to 10, 10 being you can't live without it, from your perspective, working with so many different grade levels, what do you think the effectiveness is there? And the funny thing is that kindergarten is the one grade level I have never, ever worked with. But (laughs) um, I can definitely say it's high on the effectiveness scale because um, if you're looking at numbers, and you're working with numbers, how can it not be effective? The more practice they get in any way with that, you're going to help them out. Well, and I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, and I'm thinking I think there's so many valuable things, just kids understanding the, how the week works. I Actually, thinking back, I remember that from kindergarten and first grade, and that helped me understand, you know, Monday through Sunday, and the weekends are set, you know. So I, my right. feeling is, is that it's a great thing. Right. Great question, Cassie. I, I saw somebody using it on another um, on Pinterest on the kindergarten smorgasbord, and he does it really well with inter, you know integrating math with it a lot. So I think I might do a lot more with math. Awesome. Well, hey, so, Cassie, make yeah. sure that you enter your, your home address info. Send us a quick message on our Facebook page so we can get that school supply gift pack off to you, okay? And thank you so much okay, for great. calling. Hey, have a wonderful thank school you. year to come. And a summer. Celebrate. Woohoo! Always. (laughs) All right. Well, we've got another wonderful caller, Patty from South Carolina. Hello, Patty. Hello. Hey, how are you doing, Patty? Fine, thank you. How are you? Good. And what's your question? Oh, Patty, I think, is this Patty Campolongo again? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I just (laughs) love you, my friend. What is your question tonight? Um, I had a really difficult school year this year. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. the resource classes, you know, our other resource teacher retired. And so I had the bulk of the um, resource kids this year. Now, I had an ED teacher that had some of mine, too. And unfortunately, it looks like this is what's going to happen again next year. What I want to know is what's the best way to prepare ahead of time and to relax over the summer. 
You know, what I shared earlier with one of the previous questions, Patty, is try to take a deep breath first of all before you dive into worrying about or planning anything for next year. I think one of the most important things is to take a few days just to refresh and relax and let it, you know, just clear your mind. From there, start thinking about all the things that went right. You know, when when we focus on all the negative, that's what kind of grows inside of us and we get hung up on that. But try, and I know it's hard when you're in the middle of it all, but try to, you know, find those nuggets of positivity, the things that you loved about the school year. And I, my feeling is, as I always do this and it works so well, is to build the following school year off of those things. Start that as the seed. You know, you think of growing a big tree over the course of a whole year. You've got the seed right now. Focus on the good and start from there. Don't you agree, Jana? Uh, yes, for sure. Cool. Well, thank you, Patty, for calling. I always love talking to you. And, and again, make sure that you private message us your summer address, okay, so we can send you a wonderful gift pack. Cool? Yeah, I will. And I thank you. Um, I know it's got to be better next year. I had fallen and broke my arm over spring break this year, so I was out for like a whole month. So that Oh, was, my goodness. That was well, too. Trying to finish getting the IEPs, and we're still finishing finalizing them. So it's uh, even though school's out, it's not out for me yet. And then I got to go pack both of my rooms. So well, we're going to be better next year. That's right, and we're going to be sending you tons of positivity and good vibes. And know that the whole Right Road family is here, just uplifting you and thinking of you and sending you great wishes. Okay, Patty. Thank you so much. Uh, we love you, you, my friend. Summer. You too. Thank you. Love you too, honey. Thank uh, you for all your support. You're welcome. Bye bye. And now, we, I love this, you guys. I cannot tell you how much I am loving talking to you guys. We have Rhonda from Texas on the line. Hello, Rhonda. Hi, Paula. How are you? Is this my friend Rhonda Pena? This sure is. <laughs> see, now you guys think that I don't know who you are. But I know you, when I see your name, I'm like, I know that person. I'm so happy to talk to you, Rhonda. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. And I'm, I'm so glad you're feeling better than the last show. Oh, thank you. I had a month of bronchitis. It was it was not pretty, <laughs> but I'm feeling so much better. Thank you. Hey, what's your question tonight, Rhonda? Well, looking forward to the next school year because I know we pretty much ended this one. Most of us have. Um, yes. Do you have any suggestions for team building activities? I, I did last year the one with the toothpaste where the kids squeezed out the toothpaste onto a paper plate. Then they tried putting it back in with the toothpick. And we related it to how quickly our words can come out, but we yes. can't take them back. So I was just wondering if there's anything that you do or have seen uh, to help build that team building activities in the beginning of the year. The best thing that the best project, and I've mentioned this project a couple of times, but it's worth sharing again. This can be a core lesson that you start out with on day one. I use um, water. Blue food coloring, because blue also means sadness, and bleach. You take a little bottle of water, and when a person is feeling special, it's totally clear, happy, proud. Then you take a a little eyedropper, and you you just tell the kids, I'm just going to put one drop of the blue in, one drop of the food coloring. And the blue represents anything we can say or do that is mean. You put one drop in the water and the whole thing turns blue. So you can, this is such a wonderful way to show what, like Rhonda just said, what our words and actions can do to be harmful to other people. 
Now, um, and there are so, you can take this discussion. I take it so many different ways. So it doesn't have to be a quick little thing. You can ask them, what are some of the blue, you know, and just take this a million, a million miles. It's just such a wonderful project. But then on the other hand, you have the bleach. And the bleach is all the good. And then you take some of the bleach and put it in with that one little drop of the blue and it clears it out. It takes a little bit of time, more time to clear it out, but that's part of the message. You know, one little bad thing, it can take a long time to clear that out. So I call it the bleach and blue experiment, the no blue experiment. And starting with that on day one and, and incorporating that language of no blue into the school year and referring to that throughout the school year is one of the most powerful examples of team building and character and positivity that I've built into classrooms for the last 24 years that I've been doing this. I just cannot say profoundly enough how that lesson works. Um, and that lesson actually is also going to be the very first one that we do for our Right Road Take 5 series. Um, it got delayed a little bit because my father was so ill last year, and so we were it was put off a little while. But we're definitely going to start doing that this summer. So we'll have like less than five-minute lessons. This is going to be our very first one. So you guys can watch, view how I do the Right Road lessons. Also, you can use them in your classroom. So I hope that helps answer your question, Rhonda. It's always so yes, nice to talk awesome. to you. Thank you. You're welcome. It's I love so you, my visual. friend. It's so visual to them. You know, they can see exactly what you're talking about. So that's going to make a big impact on them. Well, and well, they, they, so can have, they can have so much impact and in, input into it as well. And the cool exactly. thing about that is it works from little kids all the way through high school and college kids. You can, you know, you can adjust it for whatever age you're working with. So thank no, you, definitely. my friend. I'm so glad you well, called thank in. thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Oh, and remember to, you know, message your, I don't think I have your home address, Rhonda, so make sure you let us know that so we can get your gift pack off to you, okay? Okay, no problem. Have a good summer, everybody. Oh, thank you, Rhonda. We love you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, we do have some more calls here, but um, I know you have some more questions in front of you, Jana, too. Is there any, do you want to throw one in right here? Um, sure. Uh, Jan Levout from Hoover Middle School in Taylor, Michigan, shared, thanks for everything you do, Paula, but mostly for your heartwarming smile. You always put it on my face. Uh-huh. I can so totally feel your love. And my question is, what is your best classroom management tip? Oh, that's a good one. As we, like we're talking about celebrating the good and going into the next school year. Um, gosh. Okay. Two things that are coming to mind. I think the most important classroom management tip that I have is, first of all, to set the tone from day one. Don't let a week go by where you're kind of gauging, oh, how should I manage this school year? Set your the tone from day one on what you expect in terms of how kids function in the classroom. And from there... What I like to do is use what I, I don't even know if this is a, a thing, but what I call it is the roller coaster, the roller coaster concept. And what that is, is that I manage each time I'm working with kids with incredible highs where, and you know this, Jana, because I've worked with your kids many times. I will have them at some times just will do a song and they'll be at the top of their lungs where I know a classroom next door can hear, you know, but I'm like, sometimes they have to let it out. And then what happens is after they've let out their excitement and all that energy, what happens is you can bring it down. 
and they're so focused. And and if you keep this roller coaster going on a way that works for that classroom, the kids don't get bored. You don't have that, you know, where you're just like, oh, I can't get control of the kids. Everybody's loud. You know, it, it just allows them to be kids and it allows that focus to come in when you need it to. So that's my advice. Um, go yeah. with that roller coaster concept. I just, it's so effective. Thank you for your question, Jan. That's wonderful. Um, we've got, I'm going to, I know you've got more questions there in front of you, Jana, and we've got sure. a bunch more callers here. We've got Penny from Timpson, Texas. Hello, Penny. Welcome to On the Right Road. Thank you very much for taking my call. You're welcome. How are you? I'm so, this is so fun talking to all of you. Oh my gosh. And I I know Miss Rhonda, that just was one of your other callers, is the reason why I got hooked up to Rut Road Kids. So (laughs) anyway, that that was a a name from your your website that I, she she and I message back and forth periodically on Facebook. Oh, this is so fun. This see, you guys, this is the Right Road family. This is what happens. So go ahead, Penny. What's your question this evening? Well, I teach four and five year olds. Okay. And um, so they, they keep me busy throughout the year, and we're always doing many different things um, throughout the year. But my main question is um, how do I keep, like, um, my high ones, you know, keep them on going and, and bring my low ones up? To where I don't feel like I'm losing any food of crack. Well, I'm going to give that one to you, Jana, because I know that you're, you, in, at your school, you have so many different levels of kids, you know, and you're trying to deal with language arts and you're trying to deal with mathematics. How do you, and especially with the little ones, and I know you haven't taught preschool or kinder, but I, I think you've taught first grade. How do you manage that so that the older, you know, the, the more advanced ones aren't getting lost and the younger ones aren't uh, getting lost, you know? Right. Well, you really have to go into any lesson with kind of a dual game plan. <laughs> you have to have two different approaches as to what you're going to do. Um, you know, it, it used to be that you just teach to the middle, and then, it, but then you lose the, the high kids who are going to get right. bored, and the, and the lower kids are not going to be able to catch up or, or, or understand it. Um, so you really have to have two different plans of attack. Now, I know in third grade, at least, I can have separate groups where I work with one smaller group, another group is doing something independently, and then I can, you know, kind of flip-flop back and forth with them to right. be able to target everybody. I don't know that that's possible with you know, four-year-olds and five-year-olds. Um, so I, I don't know that I'm the expert on being able to answer that specifically for your grade level. But um, having two, like I said, having two different lesson plans kind of targeting the same concept um, and have that approach is, is definitely your safest bet. Well, and another thing that's coming to mind to me, Penny, is to keep that line of communication open with the parents as much as you can. And, you know, because... I think, and I know that it's different in different schools and different neighborhoods. You know, some parents have more time, some parents have less time. But I think as much as you can get the parents involved in their kids' learning, I think that will help them engage. You know, so the kids who are really low, even with learning their letters, any way that the parents can get involved in helping just is just such a huge bonus, don't you think? And being, able, being able to bring the, bring the parents into the classroom, and then you can do centers, you know, or stations as well, and then while they're working a station with the children in one area, then you can be working on, you know, with the lower students or with the higher students and, you know, rotate them around so that you do get that time with each grouping as well. 
That's a great idea. Uh, parents are such a key. And I, I definitely am going to try that this coming year. Oh, wonderful. Well, hey, Penny, make sure to message us your home address so that we can get your gift pack off to you. And it is such a blessing to talk to you. I just thank you for calling in. How and special. Thank you. And thank you all both. You're welcome, you. Penny. Okay, bye. Bye. Now, I think, Jana, you have a question here from Christy. Is that right? Uh, from Christy Simcoe? Yes, yes, from, yes. Yes, I do. From Celeste Henkel Elementary in Statesville, North Carolina. And she's wondering, um, I try to be very positive every day at school, and I always start my day with a positive attitude. There are some adults that I work with that sometimes make it difficult to stay positive. I can feel their negative energy, and sometimes I feel like they suck all the happiness out of me. What is the best way to deal with negative coworkers? Oh, don't, you know, I feel like we're all dealing with this in our lives on a consistent basis. And it's something that is just so, it just drags you down. So I can feel your pain, Christy. And the, the first thing that's coming to my mind is I did an episode about a month ago. My guest was an amazing teacher. Her name is Alex Chevron. And something that she's an expert in is called unconditional positive regard. It's a something that's it also termed unconditional love. But in schools, it's kind of termed unconditional positive regard. And I really want to refer you to that episode. It's, uh, let me see here if I can find, it's from season three, episode five of On the Right Road. And basically, the concept is that if you can help, this is for students, but it also works for adults. If they're just being obnoxious and mean to you, instead of firing back and instead of taking it all in and internalizing it, it's just to say to them, it seems like you're really having a hard time. And I know that you're, you know, you're lashing. It feels like you're lashing out at me. Is there anything that I can do to help? And when you approach it like that, first, I think people can be very caught off guard, but sometimes in their anger, they just want to be heard. And I, and please listen to that episode of On the Right Road if you have a chance, Christy. Again, it's season three, episode five. Go to our Right Road Kids um, website and check out that episode. Alex's points and she, oh my gosh, she was right on track with that. I think that will be a huge, huge blessing for you. So thank you for that, Christy. And you know what? We have, oh gosh, we've got so many calls. I don't even know who to take first. I'm going to take one more here. We've got Brandy on the line from Georgia. Hi, Brandy. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for calling in. Are you a teacher, Brandy? I am. I teach at the junior high level. Oh, wonderful. And what's your question? The relationships for the the positive interaction that you build with students during the year, how do you bridge that gap during the summer? We've already started our summer summer break for the past couple weeks. How do you bridge that for those that do not have that positive home environment so that it doesn't go lacking when they come back the next school year? You know, what just popped into my mind, Brandy, is that... I'm always creating fun things that have fun messages. The first thing that popped into my mind was I have these Right Road postcards. They say things like, you shine, like I believe in you. And what I do is I just, every once in a while, when there's particular kids that I just really want to keep in touch with and really feel like exactly what you just said, need that 
consistent support even through this summer, is I'll jot them a quick note. Hey, I'm thinking of you. You know, how many books have you read or anything? And even for middle school and high school kids, of course, you're going to, the note's going to be a little bit different than if you're writing to elementary kids. But I think if you can somehow connect with them over the summer and let them know that you care, that you're thinking of them, and I know that takes time. But when you get into the groove of doing it, you know, you might set aside, okay, this every week, I'm going to set aside only a half hour. I have to set my boundaries on my time, but I'm going to set a half hour and reach out to my previous students to make sure that they're okay and feeling on the right road and everything. And if you, it's not overwhelming just thinking of one half hour a week and doing little things like that. I think you'll be amazed at how appreciative they'll be when you come back they'll go that was the coolest thing that you connected with me they might write back to you they might not but but just knowing that they're feeling your care and your compassion for them I think that can go farther than you can even imagine Brandy I hope that helps yes it does Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for calling. And again, please message us your summer address so that we can get you a wonderful school supply gift pack, okay? And thank you so much for calling. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad. That makes my heart so happy. And I, Jana, I've just got to thank you as well so much for being here with me. I can't believe our hour is almost over. That went so fast. <laughs> I know. I want to make sure to give a huge thank you here to all of our sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Lori Steenis and her Keller Williams real estate team, Nair, and of course, SeatSack. Reminder, you guys, to mark your calendars. The next Live on the Right Road show will be in July. We're on summer right road schedule now. It'll be Sunday, July 17th. I'm here with you live the first and Sunday, first and third Sunday of every month during the school year. And over the summer, I'll be doing on the right road specials like we did last summer that worked out so well. So the next two shows will be on Sunday, July 17th and Sunday, August 21st. And then in September, I'll be back with you live every first and third Sunday again. I also want to announce the recipient of the Celebrate gift pack from yesterday's Right Road Teacher Friend email response drawing. That is Carol Cobb from Nashua Elementary in Kansas City, Missouri. And the recipient of tonight's pre-show electric pencil sharpener drawing is Jennifer Mann from Bridge City Middle School in Bridge City, Texas. So congratulations, Jennifer. And as I always like to do, I want to make sure to wrap up with a few nuggets from my heart that you can take with you into your summer and just help you celebrate and refresh and renew and pamper yourself and just feel rejuvenated. The first one is teachers, make sure to take time for yourself this summer quiet time to just breathe and get back to 100% mind, body, and spirit health. It's from that place of health that we can best uplift kids. And also, take time like we talked about a little while ago to reflect on, you know, and productively and positively evaluate how you want to and how you're going to move into the new school year. So it doesn't just feel like it's kind of all plopping in your lap in two months. You know, envision it, feel it, breathe it. So it truly becomes, next school year becomes the picture of what you want it to be and not what's just thrust upon you. So I really want to encourage you to take that time this summer. That's not wasted time. That's valuable, productive, wonderful time, celebration time, really. Number two, if you have your own children, make sure to take time to really and truly 
reconnect with them in special ways. I know when we're called to be teachers, when we're called to work with kids, it takes up so much of our energy that sometimes our own kids almost suffer, I think. I actually just had a conversation with my son about a week ago. I We were driving home from school, and I said, I know I have been so busy this school year, and I know that has had to have, and I've never not been there for anything for him, but I feel like my life has been a little bit harried, quite honestly. And so I just looked him in the eye, and I said, Honey, is there anything going into the next school year? I don't want it to be always this crazy busy. Is there anything that you want me to do differently? And I just saw him just breathe and relax. And he looked at me and he just, he only said one thing. And I'm not going to share what it was because it was personal between he and I. But it was so special. And now it's it's like some, it's like a, this light bulb went off. And our communication has even been better between the two of us. So I really want to encourage you to take the time with your own kids to refresh and renew. And celebrate just that you're a parent. That, you're, that they're in your life. And that you get to... Sometimes I just look at him and I'm like, oh my gosh. What a blessing is this? You know, and I never want one day to go by in my busyness where he doesn't feel that light coming from my life and my eyes for him. Number three, a little at a time, think about and start reaching out in terms of the needs that you have for your classroom for next school year. So that again, come August, you're not like, oh my gosh, I need to raise $2,000 for this. Just a little bit every day. Think, who can you start reaching out to? What can I do to make this happen in my class? And I, this is how I do things. And what I find that over the weeks, you can actually come up with thousands of dollars if you do it a little bit at a time and reach out a little bit at a time so it's not all overwhelming for you at once when school starts. I hope that helps. And number four, celebrate each and every moment of the good and beauty in life. Um, I saw a little clip on Facebook recently from Oprah, and what she said was, as crazy as things can get in the world, make sure to just celebrate, even if everything's going bad, celebrate your breath, celebrate being able to get up in the morning and take a step. It's like just when we focus, like when we focus on the negative, that worry and grows inside of us and it takes over like roots of a tree. The same is true for the good. If we can focus on the good, I can breathe. I'm healthy today. My children are healthy today. If we can focus on the good, it's like amazing miracles come from that. So I want to really encourage you, focus on the good and beauty in your life. And on that note, I've got one more wonderful giveaway for this evening. Excuse me. (coughs) I made it all the way through the show without coughing. But I want to make sure to get this giveaway in. Um, Remember, you guys, that we'll announce all the recipients from all the giveaways tonight on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Remember that if you're a recipient, make sure to private message me your home contact info so that we know how to get your gifts to you. And we'll send everything out the week of June 13th. So here's the last wonderful, refreshing, and renewing giveaway for this evening. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have four of your most requested gift cards. I have four $25 
Teacher Pay Teachers gift cards. I know that's one of your favorite places to go, teachers, for resources. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. The offer will be posted in just a moment. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce those four recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Make sure you include that code word listening as part of your comment. And oh my gosh, you guys, I just pray that tonight's show has been a blessing beyond measure for you. It's been so wonderful to talk to so many of you. And I hope that you just have felt the love and feel like you've now officially begun your summertime of refreshing and renewing on the right road. Thank you to Janice Saffron, my wonderful guest this evening. Thanks to Marcy, who's here with me behind the scenes. Thank you to my wonderful engineer, Justin, and the whole Voice America team. Thank every single one of you listening. I just, I love you all with all of my heart. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. Thank you for being part of the Right Road family. In case you've missed any part of tonight's show, it'll be available on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and our website. We'll post that real soon. We'll also do our Click and Listen giveaway coming up next weekend. So even if you're listening tonight, you can enter for that as well. Always remember, you guys, that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, July 17th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Wishing you all an amazing summer of celebration, refreshing, and renewing. Remember to take time for yourself and take time to celebrate the special light you bring into the world every single day. Love you all. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.